Erin. Machine left two minutes to come in. I've just spoken to Darren on the phone. I think he's struggling with the speakerphone. He said he's, he is connected. Hi, good morning, Chair. Good morning, Chair. I've been struggling as well, but I finally managed. Yeah, I yeah, think in we, now. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, I am in. I think we can start. I'll, I'll, I'll be in, in, in contact with you, Darren, to check how far he is. Okay, that's that's fine. Thank you. Thank you, Mashila. Uh, Chair, we can't hear you, Chair. Okay, 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 the support staff, members of the public on the platform, uh, you, you are all welcome. Uh, today is the termination of the process that we have been busy with, the process of adopting the, 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 the budget. Uh, just to go back, you know that uh, we first started with Division of Revenue Bill after the fiscal framework was adopted by uh, um, the standing committee on 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 on, on finance, <clears throat> and then we then dealt with the you know, revenue bill, and uh, in this term, mainly we have been uh, dealing with the <clears throat> the appropriation bill, um, <clears throat> which is a bill which uh, uh, div divides. Uh, resources to different national departments. So you know the process went through the process that departments that we have been interacted with uh, about the, the, the bill and its implications to them. Uh, we also had the public participation uh, where the members of the public as the constituent enjoins us that uh, the public should be involved in this uh, uh, in the formulation of, of, of and the discussion of the bill. So today, oral members, we uh, <clears throat> we are considering the uh, the reports, the two reports that we are dealing with, as I said, the first one's appropriation bill, but we also have got the second adjustment appropriation bill. So that's uh, what we'll be doing today. Uh, going back to the uh, agenda, did we receive any apologies? Mashida, do you know? Good morning, Chairperson. Good morning, Chairperson. Oh, Chair Darren is, uh, is also back. I, I really don't know. I apologize. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there, Chairperson. Um, yes, Chair, we received apologies from Mr. Khaled and Mr. Sarupin. From? From? Mr. Khaled. Come again. 
en misdigale en Mr. Sarupen. Mm-hmm. Those are the okay. only apologies. Okay, thank, uh, uh, thank, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, Mashida, for holding the fort. Thank you so much. Uh, there's an agenda in front of us. <clears throat> um, can we start with the motion of desirability? Flight it, Darren, and read it for us. Uh, motion of desirability, appropriation B7 2022. Please read it for us. Standing committee on appropriations, motion of desirability, that in the opinion of the committee, the legislation is desirable to appropriate money from the National Revenue Fund for the requirements of the state for the 2022-23 financial year to prescribe conditions for the spending of funds withdrawn for the 2022-23 financial year before the commencement of the Appropriation Act for the 2022-23 uh, 2023-24 financial year and to provide for matters incidental thereto. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. Can I have the mover for the adoption? Matafa, I move for the adoption of the motion of desirability as read. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. Seconder? Peters. Honorable Peters uh, uh, seconds. Matafa moves. Honorable seconds. Any opposing view? Honorable House Chair, can you please um, note the abstention of the EFF? Let's note the abstention of the EFF. Thank you. Okay. Um, then can we... Chairperson, Chairperson, sorry, I see Mr. Mare also raised his hand. Uh, Honorable Mare, please, Mr. Honorable Mare. Chairperson, uh, please write when the process of the begins. Come again, Honorable Mare. Yes, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, uh, the DI, please note for minute purposes, uh, the DI uh, vote against it. Don't support. Thank you. Thank you, DA. Don't support. We'll, 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 we'll note that. Thank you, honorable members. So the motion of desirability um, is adopted. Honorable members, can we go to the, uh, to, the, uh, to the report itself? Agenda item number four, consideration and adoption of committee's draft report on the 22 appropriation bill. Uh, what, how do we, Darren? I'm, I'm going to share it now, Chairperson. Okay. Okay. All right, members, we'll, we'll go page by page if there's anything that you want to, to correct. Please shout at me, and then we'll attend to that. So we'll go page by page. You know how we do it. We're on page one. Okay, let's go. Let's go to page two. Yes, let's go to page three. Page four. 
Page six. On on page six, uh, Darren. Yes, sir. Uh, page six. Let's just uh, look at vote thirty one. Employment. Let's write it correctly. And vote thirty two for S three. Okay, chair. Uh... You see that vote thirty one and vote thirty two. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm unable to make changes on this table. Okay, okay but I'll, it's 31. 31 and 32. Okay. We'll make okay. the changes, Darren. It's okay. We'll make yeah. the changes. Okay. Oh, you did, eh? Okay. No, no. Because I, I've, I've made the changes. Okay. Okay, just vote 31 and 32. Just, just know that there's just a correction of the spelling. Our apologies. Thank you, Jim. No problem. Page seven. Page seven, Darren. No. Page eight. Page nine, page ten, Page eleven, page twelve. Page 13. Page 14. Page 15. Page 16.
page 17. Page 18. Page 19. Page 20. Page 21, page 22. Page 25, page 26, Page 27, page 28. Page 29. Jefferson. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Honorable Peters. Jefferson, I want to yes. speak to yeah. 6.19. Yeah. 6 Six point one nine, please. Ron Peters, come in. I know that the submission by Kolukoku, pro, the proposal, but uh, Chaperson, uh, I think 
there's there's somewhere where it says, um, furthermore, the committees of the view that the Department of Women, Youth and Persons with Disability. I think we should add the and the Department of not public service, Department Social of Social Development should play a, a pivotal role in ensuring that the challenges faced by youth are adequately addressed. Because in this uh, instance, Chairperson, they are talking about everything, and, and including the Department of uh, uh, Labor and Employment. Because I think the, 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 the gist of what uh, Mr. Kalukopu raised is lost in the summarizing of the of the recommendation, but I think it it is a quite a a powerful input from an ordinary citizen. But also, Chairperson, I don't know how to add the part where we actually uh, call on 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 in this instance, having noted this, the 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 indications from Mr. Kalukopo of of the challenges of making its submission because. In the letter, it does indicate the challenges and how Parliament could be of assistance to people and the general public to be able to access a, pub, a public rep- representatives during during the public hearings. I think it is important that that matter. I don't know. I wrote to 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 to, to Derenche, but I, I, unlike him, I don't know. Maybe he didn't get it. it he did not respond to it. But I, I did make my submission to, to him, although it was a bit late yesterday. Thank you, Chair. Honorable Peters, that's, that's in order. So let's take it step by step. I, I think the first thing, let's add all the departments that Honorable Peters is, is talking about, and not just the, uh, yeah. Okay. And also, she also spoke about Department of, I think, Employment and Labor. Let's, let's, let's read. How does it read now? Darren, uh, read it for us. Chairperson, uh, do you want me to read the whole, the whole finding yeah. or just from yeah. furthermore? Yeah, 6.19 so that we can see that we haven't lost to the, yeah. The committee notes the submission by Mr. Kalikopu, who proposes that the bill should cater for youth in Cape Town. In addition to the youth in Cape Town, the committee is of the view that the bill should adequately address the challenges faced by South African youth. Furthermore, the committee is of the view that the Department of Women, Youth, and Persons with Disabilities, Department of Social Development, and Department of Employment and Labor should play a pivotal role in ensuring that the challenges faced by South African youth are adequately addressed, uh, as suggested by Mr. Kalikopo. Okay, that's, 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 that's part one. Uh, 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 part two, um... Peters, let's come to, to part two. I think it, let's make it, can't we make it a standalone that it becomes a 6.20 and the others, we shift others down. The second point that uh, Honorable Peters is, is, is making. Um, Darren? 
did you did you did you hey, sorry no I, I didn't get that second point chairperson i didn't get it okay point. oral peters please let's try to construct it come back again <clears throat> thank thank you chair the second part i was saying that uh, i didn't formulate it i i just yeah. said that we need to uh, uh, recommend uh, that parliament should enable the ordinary uh, public to be able to participate in public hearings because in the letter of Mr. Kandikoku, he does indicate that he had to struggle because he doesn't have access to all those things that are necessary and he doesn't have resources to be able to come to to parliament. So I was saying to enable the participation by the general public, there there needs to be something that parliament does. I didn't formulate a, 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 a sentence. I just said that should not be lost, that parliament should enable for maximum participation by the general public in public hearings, especially of the budget. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I think we we we, we get the gist of of, of that. Ne? Um, um, Darren, um, something to the fact that noting the the difficulty of the general public to to access parliament um, and make their recommendations. We recommend, the committee recommends that the parliament should find ways and make resources available for ordinary South Africans to have easy access to parliament. Let's, let's see how you um, how you formulate it, but along those lines. That, that one, I think that one should go to recommendations. You know, it's not a finding, oh. it's a recommendation. Okay, okay. Let's take it to recommendations, but that's not, or uh, repeat us. We'll, we'll, we'll take it to recommendations, right? Thank you, Chair. Um, uh, uh, Makakula, while we're still going down, can you please uh, formulate um, the recommendation that Orabu Peters has just spoken about? And I think it's a very important one. We have raised this before, um, uh, <clears throat> but nothing has happened. But we, sh- we should keep on raising that, that we should... Parliament should make it easy for ordinary South Africans to access a parliament, especially when we deal with the, the budget. Thank you. So that was, thank that was page 29. Thank you, Robert Peters. Uh, can we go to page 30? Page 31. Now we're dealing with recommendations, page 30, 32. So before we, we end with page 32, can we have 7.7, 7, uh, making the, the recommendation that we've just spoken about? Makakula, are you able to formulate anything along those lines? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking, okay. Professor Wendell. Whether we should recommend that parliament or the committees of parliament. There are mechanisms in which parliament provides this service, but if we have identified an inefficiency around it, probably we should say the committees of parliament should. We recommend that the committees of parliament, all of them, 
they should ensure that mechanisms are put in place so that ordinary members of the public are able to reach parliament where there are. Yeah. I I I think at the end of, of the day, yes, when 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 you say parliament, that also includes committees because committees will say that they don't have resources of, okay. of their own, right? Mm. So when we give that responsibility to parliament that they should um, uh, make <clears throat> it possible, just, just yeah, I think let's, let's agree on parliament. That's okay. Con- continue then with your... We're, we're, okay. we're saying the parliament so that okay. must ensure that mechanisms are put in place that will enable ordinary members of the public, the public particularly the poor, that will ensure that that members of the public the the poor in particular have access or have equal access have equal access to parliamentary processes Especially late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe let me suggest it different because I'm saying if we we are just leaving it like parliament, Mm. it's it's like for me it's open ended. Can we direct these recommendations to the speaker? Because yeah. when we direct it to the speaker, then we, we, we know where to, yeah. if yeah. there is a need to follow up, we know where this thing lies. So can we direct it to the speaker yeah. as the leader of the institution? Agreed. Yes. Or presiding presiding officers. Yes. <laughs> then we, we, we know it's directed both to the speaker and the honorable chairperson of the NCOP. So we, we, we can point it to say, where does it land it? It landed here. Can we follow it up if there is a need? So yeah, yeah. Magagula, is is it fine like that, or do you want me to? Do you want us to say that the presiding? It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine like that. The presiding officers of the parliament of the it's fine like that. So we know where the where where this thing will land. All right. Okay. Um. Uh. members. Uh. Peters. Robert Peters. I think that that covers the the issue that you are raising. Agreed. Yes, Chairperson. Thank you so much. Thank you very uh, that much. That was page. Okay, that was page thirty-two. Page That's, that's that's the end of 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 of, of the report. Uh, can I have the mover for the adoption of the report? Mover for the adoption of the report, members. <coughs> I move, Chair. Honorable Kaiso moves. 
Honorable Matanza, seconds. Honorable Mlenzana, seconds. Thank you. Any other view? Honorable Mare. Chairperson, just note the DA uh, not supporting. Thank you. DA not supporting. Can we note that? Chair. Objection of the EFF. Objection. Come again. Can you note the abstention of the EFF? Let's note the abstention of the EFF. Any other view around members? Thank you. Chair, uh, Chair yes. can, can Mr. Mare please just clarify if, he does, if the DA doesn't support the report or... Yes, that's, that's what he said. Okay. Yeah, that's what he okay. said. That's what he said. Okay, thank you. Am I right, Mr. Honorable Mare? You're right, Chair. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, the the appropriation on the um, the appropriation bill B7 2022 is um, duly adopted and it will be referred to parliament. Thank you, honorable members. Can we see the next agenda item, Darren? Is the motion of desirability second adjustment of appropriation 2021-2022 financial year, Bill B8-2022. Can you please read the motion of desirability, uh, Darren? Yes, Chairperson. Uh, that in the opinion of the committee, the legislation is desirable to effect adjustments to the appropriation of money from the National Revenue Fund for the expenditure approved in the 2021-22 financial year and to provide for matters incidental there too. Can I have the mover for the adoption of the motion of desirability? Kaiso moves, uh, Chair. Honorable Kaiso moves, seconder. Tafa second, Chair. Honorable Tafa second. Any other view or members? Of the EFF. Honorable Tangwina, come again. Honorable Tangwini, come again. Honorable Tangwini, you are muted. Chair, can you know the abstention of the EFF? We'll note the abstention of the EFF, thank you. Any other view? Chairperson, uh, the DI against, thank you. Let's, let's note the, uh, the voting against of, 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 of the DA. So the, 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 the motion of desirability is duly adopted. Thank you. Our members, can we then go to the, uh, <clears throat> to the uh, uh, draft report, the second adjustment appropriation, 2021-22 financial year, bill number P8-2022. Can you fly to the, 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 the report? We'll go page by page, honorable members. Just like we did with the previous report. 
So we are on page one, honorable members. Page one. Page two. Page three. <coughs> Page four. Page five. Page six. Page seven. Page eight. Page nine, page ten, that's the end of the bill. Honourable members, can I have the mover for the adoption of uh, the second adjustment appropriation bill? Mlenzana moves. Honourable Mlenzana moves. I support. Honourable Peter supports. Any other view? Honourable members? Chairperson, the DIG yes, do not support. Thank you for minutes. Honorable uh, Mare, the DA does not support. Noted. House Chair. Honorable, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Chair. Uh, yes, uh, the abstention of the EFF, members, let's let's note the abstention of the of the e, of the EFF. Thank 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 you very much. Uh, the second adjustment appropriation. Uh, a bill B8 2022 is duly adopted and will be referred to parliament. Thank you so much, honorable members. Can we see the next agenda item? Uh, it's uh, the <clears throat> agenda item number seven. Uh, let's look at the minutes which were sent to us. Uh, the minutes of the 25th of May 2022, they were sent to us, members.
can I have the mover for the adoption of the minutes of the 25th of May, uh, 2022? I'm listening. I move, Chair, Honorable, Honorable Kaiser moves for the adoption of the minutes. Seconder. Matafa seconds, Chair. Thank you. Any other view? Can we then adopt the minutes of the 25th of May, 2022 as a true reflection of that meeting? Thank you. Can we go to the minutes of the 27th of May, 2022, also sent to us? Um, or remember, can I have a mover for the adoption of those minutes as a true reflection I of moved, that meeting? Yeah. Honorable Peters moves. Seconder. Matafa second. Thank you very much. The minutes of the 27th of May are duly adopted. Let's go to the minutes of the 31st of May 2022, or members. Mover for the adoption. Mlenzana. Or Mlenzana moves. Seconder. Peters. Honorable second, Honorable Peter seconds the adoption of the minutes of the 31st of May 2022 as a reflection of what transpired in that meeting. Minutes duly adopted. The minutes of the 1st of June 2022. Mlenza moves. Honorable Mlenza moves. Do I have the seconder? Kaiso seconds. Honorable Kaiso seconds. Any other view? The minutes of the 1st of June 2020, 2022 are duly adopted as a true reflection of that meeting. Thank you, honorable members. That takes care of agenda item number seven. Honorable members, can you Chairperson, sorry, agenda? sorry, Chairperson, yeah. there's another set. Remember, we had two meetings on the 1st of June. Or oh, the, the one at, at nine and at, the other one. Okay, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, yes, the, the, the one in the afternoon the one at in the two o'clock. Yes. Yeah, I move. I move, Chair. Uh, the minutes of the 1st of June 2022, 2 o'clock meeting. Uh, mover, Lenzana. I second, Chair. Honorable <clears throat> Peters, second. Thank you, thank, thank, honorable members, as we have dealt with all the minutes. Uh, now we are going to agenda item number eight. Honorable members, the, 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 back, the background. Uh, to, to this um, is that we have always said that we need to be benchmarking what we are doing and see what other countries and jurisdictions uh, 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 do with an aim of uh, improving our effectiveness. So we, we requested the research team uh, to look and just research where can we get best value for uh, the honorable members and for our parliament. Um, <clears throat> so they've been doing that for quite some time. The management committee had an opportunity to look into that. There's been a lot of uh, toing and froing. And today the research team is going to, to share with us what they found and what their proposal is. Uh, can I then request a uh, Mosa and Noliolo to take us through that presentation. After that, we'll then 
interact with members with the presentation that they're going to make. Musa Noliolo. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Chaperson. Yeah, mm. we're definitely ready. I don't know if Darren could help us to uh, show the, pre- the presentation slide so that we can start with the presentation. Thanks, Chair. Uh, Darren, you can go to the second slide, please. Yes. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, greetings, honorable members. It's been a while since we had this information and knowledge sharing session from the research point of view. Sorry. Yes, Chair. Yes. So definitely the, the study we were supposed to present it, I think we interrupted it by the outbreak of the coronavirus. So we are back now, Chairperson. So the brief was very specific. Musa, yes, Musa, I, yes tried, I tried. I, I tried to call you on, on the side, and you already first first skip Pasako Pizu, the last part in Pizu. Okay, all right, yeah. Okay, thanks. Yes, chair. So in terms of the brief that were given, especially by uh, the committee management meeting, was to explore the countries which could offer inspiration and opportunities for learning for SCORE to benchmark ourselves. And also, the chairperson was very specific on members that we should look at comparable cases. That is to mean we should look at countries with similar context and historical background. You know, the old saying of comparing apples with apples. So we did that chairperson and honorable members. And then in terms of the method and the criteria that we used, the most, prevalent one was the review of existing literature. So we, we reviewed existing literature, but also we applied prior knowledge and experience. Prior knowledge in this context, because we have been attending some conferences, you know, and workshops dealing with effective budget oversights and uh, comparative studies of, of, of parliaments across the world. So we used that knowledge and we also incorporated the knowledge that we had in terms of the study tools that we had in the past. So we try to make sure that that knowledge is not lost in the process. So furthermore, in the criteria, chairperson and members, we excluded countries such as Canada, Kenya, Uganda, Sweden, and the United States. And the reason for that is because Escoa in the recent past has visited these countries. So it's always better to look into other countries rather than to repeat the countries that you've already uh, visited. And uh, also, Chairperson, in terms of the criteria that we outlined in the second bullet under the objectives, the comparativeness of the countries that we visit. So we excluded most European countries, countries like Germany. Germany is one of the countries with a very strong budgetary system, but because of their context and their background, is quite different from ours. So we thought those countries, we can um, exclude them in our search. And then on the African context as well, or African continent, we reviewed and reviewed, but we had to exclude uh, most African countries because they don't offer much in the form of lessons. I think the countries that really offer a lot of lessons for SCOA, it's countries like Kenya and Uganda. 
those are the countries that we've already visited. But, but we can confidently say, Chairperson, that SCOA or the South African Parliament, I think it offers more lessons to most African countries. I think in the previous workshops that the PPO had with other parliaments and parliamentary budget offices, it was clear that South Africa, in terms of the experience, the expertise and the capacity, it's much more uh, improved than many other African countries. So we couldn't go there, Chairperson. Can we have the next slide, uh, Darren, please? Yes. Then, Chairperson, having excluded uh, those continents, the African continents, Europe, and the North America, that is Canada and the, and the United States. So we were basically left with Latin America and uh, Asia. So we decided maybe how about we go to the Asian continent, specifically East Asia. So the, the decision why, or the, the rationale for choosing East, East Asia was to draw lessons and inspiration from the iconic Asian miracles. You know, the countries that defied the odds of underdevelopment and flipped the script from underdevelopment to underdevelopment. I think members know that story very well. So we thought it would be very important for us because these are the countries who once had uh, uh, the background that we have now of underdevelopment, of relying on mostly on agriculture, but they were able to flip the script and become the newly industrialized countries. So we would like to know how did they do it? You know, what was the role of parliament in this regard? How can we emulate their experiences and also deal with the economic stagnation that we experience in the country? So to be specific, the countries that we looked into, because we had to narrow down the scope, we looked at South Korea and Singapore. So those countries emerged as the second best choices. And the main reasons, as I explained earlier, is that both countries are Asian tigers or Asian miracles, and they have, over the years, uh, um, achieved impressive economic and developmental successes. Whether you look at economic growth or you look at the development indicators, your level of education, your mortality rate, and so on and so forth, these countries have surpassed expectations. You know, so in fact, I was very surprised to notice when I glanced at South Korea to looking at their unemployment rate. Because sometimes when you focus on what is happening in the country, you end up thinking that maybe other countries have the same, you know, unemployment rate. But to my surprise, a country as big as South Korea, they have got an unemployment rate of 2.7% compared to ours. So. I think there are a lot of lessons to be learned there. And I think when you look at the literature, I think, but we will find out if the study tour is successful. One of the things that they did very well is to invest in education. And when I talk education in this regard, I I'm talking about issues of technology and innovation, you know, so as to make sure that each and every individual is in a position to create something that generates jobs. So. It's sort of a festival of jobs. It even uh, begs the question that 2.7% that of, of, of people who do not work, you even wonder why they are, not, are, are they not working because it seems as if you know, there's a lot of jobs uh, being created by the, the, the people in the country. So there's a lot of lessons given our experience with unemployment, with poverty and inequality. 
in terms of economic growth, I think, yeah, it's well documented. I mean, we can speak of South Korea. In the automobile industry, I think they are global competitors. You know, we know they produce Honda, Hyundai, Kia. Even in the cell phone industry or the uh, household appliance industry, they've got Samsung, they've got LG, and so on and so forth, just to name a few. So these are these are countries who have really managed to flip the script. Nowadays, they are very much recognized on the global stage, economically or otherwise. So now they are industrialized countries, basically developed countries, no longer under development. But the fact that they were able to move from under development where we are uh, to where other uh, big countries are, I think that's a, a, a big reason why we should go there. You know, even in terms of trade volumes, these countries compete very, very well on the global stage. I think in terms of the 2019 Global Competitiveness Report, it's a little bit outdated. We will update this as we go along, Chairperson. But both countries, Singapore and South Korea, they ranked number one and number 13, respectively. And we're talking out of more than 100 countries. So it, it goes to show why these countries are, are something that we can learn from. So I guess I will hand over to Noliolo to make the case for 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 Singapore. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Musa. Uh, Chairperson, can I just request to keep video off? Uh, my internet connection is very unstable. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, Honorable Chairperson and Honorable Members. Just to underscore some of what Musa has already presented, just in the case of um, Singapore, not only is the structure and form of their budget sector provide an interesting case study, but in some respect, it is comparable to South Africa. More importantly, um, I think the government of Singapore has been very uh, successful in using tools within their budget sector to drive development, to fight poverty and to address inequality. And this we um, elaborate on quite extensively in the narrative submission, in the longer narrative submission, which has been shared to members. Just uh, an interesting highlight is that around the 1960s, Singapore's GDP was somewhere in the same bracket as South Africa, around 428 Dollar, US dollars. Um, in the latest estimates around 2018, it was 66,000 GDP per capita compared to a global global average of 15,000. And South Africa is still um, sort of like crawling around um, 5,100 GDP per capita. So I think Singapore pro provides an interesting case study in terms of how the budget sector has been used to drive development. The public finance model is quite, is particularly compelling uh, because the president of Singapore, who forms part of the legislature, is conferred specific powers over the executive budget. Essentially, what this means, honorable members, is that the president can veto the entire budget in certain circumstances, and this may provide um, lessons for SCOA to ascertain the extent to which the president's role 
has affected the legislative oversight over public budgeting. Um, however, in our in the review of the literature that we have done so far, the president has not used this veto power. And I think this is because um, their current ruling party enjoys a considerable majority within the, the parliament. In terms of pursuing fiscal discipline, um, it's very much entrenched in the budget process and given effects through various fiscal rules. I'll just highlight two, which I thought were very interesting. There's multi-year spending ceilings that are explicitly and directly linked with developments in national GDP. And this is a unique feature that is only applicable in Singapore's top-down budgeting approach that is not common to other OECD countries. These expenditure ceilings are set for each term of government, which means that deficits that are incurred in one year must be offset against surpluses so that at the end of the five-year term of government, there's sort of like a zero balanced um, budget for that term of government. Uh, Parliament's budget oversight is formalized through legislation. Uh, while the parliament is quite small and there is about seven committees that play a role, only two um, deal extensively with the budget. There is the Committee on Supply, which is chaired by the Speaker to Parliament. Um, there is the Committee on Supply, which is chaired by the Speaker to Parliament. Um, this Committee on Supply, if we can compare it to our current context in terms of its form and function, it operates in like manner to the mini plenaries, mini plenaries that we host in our context in, in the South African Parliament. And then members of parliament, if they want to debate, they have to propose a nominal cut or what they call a peg. And this affords them the opportunity to debate the underlying policies and details of government programs within a particular ministry. In a significant departure from our current context, there is no committee stage whereby specialized committees such as the Finance Committee and Appropriations Committee look at individual aspects of the budget in considerable detail. Uh, next slide, please. Just to continue on Parliament's role, the other, the other notable committee that deals with the budget is the Estimates Committee, which is tasked with examining the estimates of national expenditure. However, this committee also has no power to accept or reject these estimates or to propose any substantive, substantive changes or amendments to them. So I think because of the limited role um, that Parliament plays within uh, the budget oversight or budget formulation uh, process, we do not recommend um, Singapore in spite of the uh, leaps and bounds that it has achieved in terms of growing their economy. This is just essentially because the budget process is dominated and largely driven by the executive 
as key policy decisions underlying the budget are effectively cemented by the time that the budget is presented in Parliament. And Parliament's budget process is limited as members may not propose substantive amendments to the budget itself. I'll hand over to Musa, who will then delve deeper into um, the issues that we have noted as pertains to South Korea. Uh, thanks, Noliolo. Yes, I think Noliolo has laid the ground. Uh, why do we think South Korea, if the committee were to choose one of the two countries, we recommend that South Korea is the most preferred destination. But I think at the outset, Chairperson, we could also say there's always a, a possibility of visiting both countries because they are in the same region, you know, but that will be uh, decided based on the logistics, but that's a possibility. But if the committee were to choose one out of the two, we'll say South Korea is the most preferred. And the, the reason for that is that uh, basically the, the rationale here is the strength of the budget oversight, because end of the day, that's what the committee would like to learn. How can we strengthen our budgetary oversight role in order to ensure that the executive does the right things to turn around the, the economic uh, experiences, economic growth experiences that we're having now, and the triple challenge of unemployment, poverty, and inequality, which are key pillars of the National Development Plan. So when I say the strength of the budget in this regard, I'm referring to issues of capacity, issues of experience, expertise, and the innovation or, so, or sophistication and the actual budgetary powers that the legislature has. So in this case, uh, South Korea relative to Singapore has the most advanced, sophisticated and innovative budget system and processes. When you look at the National Assembly of the Republic of Korea, which would be our counterpart in terms of the, the Parliament of the Republic of South Africa, because though that would be our host, even though we will meet the executive, but our main host will be the National Assembly of the Republic of Korea, of South Korea. It has a, it has significant, it, the national, the, 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 the legislature, legislature has significant budgetary uh, capacity, institutional support and part, participation and experience. When I speak of institutional support, I'm referring to the standing committees. They've got a total of 17 standing committees. Standing committees, they are equivalent to our portfolio or sector committees. You know, your portfolio committees on education, they've got 17. And these committees, they, they play a very significant role in the budget process. I think I'll, I'll, I'll allude to this later. And among those committees, it's a committee, I think, in the, during main culture person who asked me, what is the committee that is equivalent to the finance committees? In their case, the committee that is equivalent to the finance committees is called the Standing Committee on Strategy and Finance. That's the committee. It's part of those 17 standing committees. And then the committee that is plays a pivotal role in the budget, which is equivalent to SCOPA, is called the Standing Special Committee on Budgets and Accounts. And then over and above, in terms of institutional, institutional support, they have the National Assembly Research Services. I think that it will be equivalent to the research unit in our uh, parliament. 
And then equivalent to our parliamentary budget office, they have the National Assembly budget office, uh, also called NABO in abbreviation. But the other most important uh, issue or is that they've got substantive budget amendment powers in terms of the legislation. But as I will allude to this earlier, the advantage and what we think we'll learn most from this uh, legislature is that not only do they have these powers in the legislative framework, but they have been able to use them in practice regularly. As you know, it's a very complicated uh, process because as I think members always allude to when we have uh, meetings with, with national treasuries, that as much as we know that at some point parliament must amend the budget, but also members are aware that it's a delicate process once you fiddle with the budget, because it's already been formulated after almost 18 months, once you fiddle with it, it becomes a back and forth process. And you must make sure because when you touch there, there will be a lot of movements. So it would be very nice to learn from a country that has got an experience of how this works, how to manage the process, how to, how to make sure that the process does not fall apart and then uh, resources are not allocated on time for service delivery to happen. Uh, can you please have the, the, the following slide, Darren? Yes. And then just to zoom into the committee, also, which will be our main host within the, 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 the legislature, which is equivalent to SCORE, the Standing Special Committee on Budget and Accounts. Even the, the name, when they say special committee, there's something very important there, Chairperson, but I think the devil in the, is in the detail. It's in the main document that we submitted, but also when we travel. You know, it's not just a standing committee, it's a special committee, as we always say, Chairperson. Appropriation committees in countries that really, really, really perform effective oversight because of experiences and expertise, they are not ordinary committees. We're not saying they're better than others, but they are mega committees based on the scope of the work that they are entrusted with. In this country, Chairperson, as we're indicating, about 41 votes. In those votes, we've got how many entities, and also you must go to, you must go to a provinces because the Division of Revenue Bill allocates money to provinces and municipalities. So if you really follow the money, you must, to a certain extent, go there, even if you have your counterpart in the form of select committee. So the scope is huge, you know. So it's a mega committee, it's a special committee. So in the context of South Korea, uh, what we found to be very interesting, they have immense capacity, a total of 50 members, you know, uh, interrogating. So it reflects the, the significant amount of the scope of the work that it does, because it must reflect, you can't have a scope so huge, but then in terms of capacity, in terms of the members, the personnel and everything, you know. So in those 50 members, the committee uses a subcommittee system for regress and focused oversight. And it's something that we can learn from, obviously not for immediate implementation, but because when you do study tours, you are planning for the future because, you know, things change. At some point, Parliament can come out and be bold and say, we need so much resources from National Treasury and uh, because we want to do so much, you know, want to be effective. So in future, 
the committee may explore how can it use the subcommittee system? Because in this subcommittee system, they are able to say, because issues of infrastructure and procurement are so significant and the main reason why there's so much uh, wastage and underspending and so on and so forth, we'll just have a subcommittee that's focus specifically on that and then it will come back and report to the main committee we'll have so much we have a, a subcommittee that focuses solely on issues of education so you don't become a master or a, a jack of all trade you can be rigorous and be focused and then come back you know and report and share you know so we thought this is very interesting and it's very unique to these countries so we, we could learn a lot and also they've got a very strong and coordinated interface with standing committees, this committee in their score, which is standing special commission budget accounts. At some point in the budget process, when they interrogate the appropriation bill, their appropriation bill, I think how, what it's called in the legislative frameworks that, you know, regulate that members will find in the document. Uh, but at some point when they interrogate the appropriation bill, the the portfolio committees, in, the, in our case, it's portfolio committees, but for, for them, it's, it's sector committees. They form a big committee, so they sit together with the members of the, of the standing committee, and then the chairpersons of all these portfolio committees, they sit together, interrogate. You know, there's a, a very interesting process that I think SCOA can learn from. I think it's, some, it's something that was raised during public hearings on the the 22 appropriation builder i think the other lay yeah from uh, from the public were saying they feel like there's no coordination between this committee and the portfolio committees when you know dealing with issues of budget there was an argument that that happens but it's not as formalized in this case it's formalized it's coordinated so we may want to learn how they did it, how, you know, because I'm sure it was an incremental process and there are mechanisms in place. So we'll learn a lot. And uh, it's, I think the, the last point is the point that I raised earlier that not only do they have these powers, but they've had the privilege to actually effect amendments to the budget. And it seems as if they do this regularly. So they've got experience now. So. That's something that we could learn a great deal from this country. And then the last area that I need to, in terms of institutional support, the National Assembly Budget Office. Yeah, it's something that we can learn because the effectiveness of parliament is intrinsically linked with the effectiveness or the, the capacity of its budget office. Because even when uh, parliament was given the, the power to amend the budget, at some point, the reason why Parliament could not attend the budget, it was the issue of capacity, because in terms of the Money Pills Act, the powers were there, but we did not have the Parliamentary Budget Office to actually uh, empower, you know, members with so much capacity and knowledge, you know, how to navigate the process of amending the budget. So in their case, their budget office has also immense capacity, about 138 support staff, you're talking economists and so on and so forth, you know. And ours, I think the PPO has been also arguing that they need more capacity and so on and so forth. We could learn from that. How did they grow? How much money does, like in, in the form of the fiscals, how much does it take to grow such capacity and so on and so forth. And the other interesting is that they are 
budget office support all committees, including the sector or the portfolio committees in our case. So they don't just, obviously this is linked to their capacity. Obviously our PPO at this point is primarily focused on these finance and appropriation committees because they are sort of limited. I think maybe 14, 15 support staff. So we could learn from that. And they also, the very important thing, their PPO conducts independent costing of legislation and government programs. And that's, we think, is very important, Chair, because, for instance, if I can draw an example, the much talked about basic income grant, you know, already by now, since this is in the domain, once something has been announced, you know, it's sort of a planned policy, a planned program of government, you know. So the basic income grant by now, I think, had we had so much capacity in our PPO and it was able to do costing based on this capacity because to do costing, we need systems and capacity and expertise. We would have been in a position to say, okay, the base, from the perspective of parliament, because it's one thing to have the executive costing legislation and you rely on that. In practice, parliament must be in a position, position to say, we understand your costing, but Based on our expertise, this is the costing that we have made. We think the basic income grant will cost so much billion over a period of so many years. So we think it's a viable policy or not. I think we could say the same with the NHI and so on and so forth. Because when you introduce legislation or a big program, and we are not very clear about how much it will cost the fiscals, you are likely to... Uh, experience serious constraints in the implementation process, find that funds have run out who can't implement this policy anymore because you are not clear. So I think they are in a better position. In future, I think it's a path that we may want to take as South Africa. And in that regard, we think we'll learn a lot. I think that is linked with the issue of forecasting and economic performance. You know, they develop their own variables, you know. So that's very important. When National Treasury comes and say, we think the economy will grow like this and like that based on these assumptions. Parliament can, you know, open its own shelf and say, we understand your variables and so on and your assumptions, but we have our own assumptions. We don't think what you are saying is, is going to happen. So let's take this direction and rather that direction and so on and so forth. So we think we could learn a great deal, Chairperson. So I guess that was the last slide. Uh, but having said that, Chairperson, yeah, I can just say the devil in, is in the detail. Obviously, in terms of literature that we use to to stitch together this information, there will always be gaps. But I guess that's the beauty of uh, embarking on a study tour because if you know everything now, why even travel in the first place? There's so much you can learn in terms of what is written out there. But when you actually go there, there's so much. There's just so much that you can learn. So we think... It's a great opportunity for SCORE. If this happens, I think it will pave a very good uh, pathway to the seventh parliament and the other parliaments because my feeling is that as the dynamics are changing in the South African environment and the challenges that we are facing, we are also eager to, to, to solve the issues of unemployment, poverty, and equality. 
you know, Parliament at some point will have to play a rigorous role and will have to demand its rightful place and its capacity. And then embarking on this study tools will play a huge role in that regard. And that is our take on this matter, Chairperson. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much, uh, uh, Musa and Noliolo. Uh, oral members, um, as they said, they sent us um, <clears throat> a more detailed document, but I think what has been presented through these slides, again, it's, a, <clears throat> uh, it's quite a, a mouthful. Uh, oral members, without taking a lot of time, can I have indications of oral members who would like to to take a bite on what has been presented. You know how we do it? Please just shout at me. Our members, I want to hear, I want to hear your take on the presentation. Matafa. Or Matafa. Peter's. <coughs> Honorable Peters. Mare. Lindana. Honorable Mare. Honorable Lindana. Yes, all members. Any other member? Okay. Uh, all members, let's uh, let's uh, try to be brief and to the point. Uh, I'm not going to limit you, but just just be conscious of time. Uh, let's start with Orabul Matafa. Uh, good morning, Chair. Good morning, members and uh, support staff, everybody on the platform. Now, Chair, my intention was also to be very brief, uh, just to appreciate the work that was done uh, by the research unit. And I think the context in which they have arrived at their recommendations is very sound. And uh, from where I'm sitting, I think it is sufficient to say that the recommendations that have been put for, uh, forward should be considered, uh, if not be accepted as sound and as a roadmap for our study tour. Uh, that's all that I wanted to say, Chair, to appreciate and to agree that the work done is sufficient and it's actually a good guiding uh, points for consideration of the recommendations as put forward. Thank you very much, Chair. Thank, thank you, Honorable uh, Matafa. Honorable Peters, please come in. Thank you very much, Chairperson. I also want to thank the researchers for the good work that they've done, as well as the management committee for narrowing down the, the proposals. I am also in support of what uh, Comrade Matafa has, has raised. And, um, you know, just looking at the size of their PBO equivalent and the size of their SCOA equivalent, it can just tell you how big the responsibility is for, for the, the South Korean uh, uh, parliament uh, budget process. The only thing that I didn't get, Chairperson, but it's a side issue, is if they, the size of the committee is so big and they have the relationship with the other standing committees, which is the portfolio committees, 
and also their specialization because of the those subcommittees that the researchers are talking about. How big is their parliament? Because I've I've noted that uh, that is a very big committee. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Peters. Honorable Mare. Thank you, Chairperson. I will be very quick. Um, just to say thank you for those that uh, did uh, the, the, the whole presentation and the work that went into it. And I accept uh, the dis distinction that was made between Singapore and North Co uh, South Korea. Sorry, South Korea. And uh, I support we, what is we, being presented my, to us. Thank you. Yes. So, sorry. Uh, uh, <clears throat> just in jest. I, I think let's also consider North Korea. Continue. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I immediately rectify myself, Jeffers. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much. I support. Thank you so much. Thank you, Oral Mare, Oral Lenzana. Uh, no, thanks, Chairperson. Uh, let me also add my voice. Uh, in welcoming this report. Chaperson, uh, listening to the manner in which Omosa uh, and uh, oh, this, you are, you are now far from me. I'm no, now forgotten. Uh, no, Leon. Yeah, no, Leon. The, the way they are comparing and contrasting the two countries, it's generating interest to me and uh, perhaps it would now be left to you as uh, the Menko. One would be interested, given the time uh, and uh, the financial uh, muscle that the committee has, that uh, it would be good for us to, to touch base with the two uh, countries. Uh, I, I've, I've developed, because going forward, Chairperson, we may be able after we would have learned uh, from Singapore, be able to influence uh, the thinking of uh, the, the allocation of responsibilities accordingly for the country. But as I'm saying, I'm with them that for now, priority number one would be South Korea. Thanks, Chairperson. Thank, 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 thank you. Honorable um, Lamini uh, um, must attend another an, an, another meeting, but she said she's uh, 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 <coughs> uh, quite supportive. Um, in fact, she says both both countries. She says that uh, before they have been able to visit countries, especially when they are uh, <coughs> they are not very far from each other. I'm just throwing that uh, one 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 in. Um, um let 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 me <clears throat> also join the oral members in, in in thanking the the colleagues from the research unit uh, for for the good work and for waiting our our appetite there are a lot of questions which uh, which uh, come up and an interest to see exactly how how these two countries uh, practically work. And I think we, we can only find more if we interact uh, with them. So um, 
I think there's there's quite good work which which went into in, 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 into this, and I I think there's a, a lot for us to uh, to learn. We are quite a, a young democracy, comparatively speaking. Uh, it's also in, it will also be interesting as to how long do they take to get to where they are, as far as the working of the parliament is is, is concerned. Uh, the working of 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 their of of their uh, comi- uh, committees uh, is concerned very important as to how they uh, they interact, for instance, with their national treasury when it comes to this. When does a parliament get involved in the budgetary uh, uh, process? Uh, <clears throat> so all all those things are, are very important for us, and these are the things that we should uh, 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 <clears throat> perhaps be look, be looking at. The aim being to make us a better committee and those who come after us, but to make parliament work better. This is very important uh, and important committee as it deals with the resources uh, of of the country. And for me, I'm not even sure how this thing is that uh, government can that spending over 40, 40% of the budget, uh, even before this pro- the parliamentary process or even before parliament approves uh, the, the budget. What if the parliament says, no, uh, we are not approving the whole budget and you find that about 40% of the budget uh, of the previous year has already been spent. So, <clears throat> so these are all the issues that we should be uh, looking at. So my, I, I think I would like to join Honorable Mlenza, who has specifically said that he thinks that let's consider both countries. So I'm not very sure what the process is, but I'm sure it's to apply to the, uh, to, uh, to the, to the, to the chairperson of committees and say all these things. Uh, but for me, I think, uh, <clears throat> The optimal one, once we're already on that side, is to visit both jurisdictions. Let let uh, uh, me allow Musa and Noliolo to respond to some of the issues that have been raised, but uh, 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 also share with the uh, with the oral members the proposed time that we think that perhaps if we to be given permission. Uh, will be an opportune time for us to visit uh, those countries. Back to you, Musa and Noliolo. Musa, let me come in because mine is very small. <laughs> um, I think the context of South Korea, Singapore, excuse, beg my pardon, um, the parliament is quite small. Um, I think it's about 90 permanent members and there's nominated members that are also um, elected to serve there. So it's very small. Perhaps then that is why they have such a, a shorter time frame in terms of passing the budget. But an interesting um, feature of their budget process is that once the Minister of Finance tables the budget, uh, Parliament adjourns for a week and the time that is allocated to the debates of the budget statement itself is no less than two days. So perhaps then that is why they have such a, a shorter time frame 
um, in terms of um, passing it and there is no specific committee stage. But I do agree that there are valuable lessons just in terms of, as I said in the presentation, in terms of the structure, because they do have various government um, investment uh, vehicles that they use to drive development. And while they don't form part of the budget itself, the budget sector, they are quite um, important in terms of driving social development, economic development, and serve the public good. So um, I do hear the, the I do accept uh, the the proposal from the members that they are a worthy case in terms of how they've used some of these tools that may not necessarily be within Parliament to drive their economic development. I'll hand over to you, Musa, to respond. Thanks, Noliole. Uh, Chairperson, I think I agree with honourable members, especially honourable Peters. It, 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 South Korea is a fascinating case, you know, even when we concluded the the, the, the the research. But, you know, there are a lot of questions because there are many layers that are fascinating, which I think will make the study tour uh, very interesting. And I agree again, Chair, that it would be very, I think, it, it would be a great idea to visit both countries because you're already there, you know. So I don't think, I think the, the logistics will leave that to Darren. But um, I remember during Menko, uh, Darren proposed that it should be, I don't know, the yeah, before the MTPPS, where the committee will will travel. But I would like to leave that to Darren. He's the one who really does the issue of logistics. But it is a very interesting case, this issue of South Korea. And uh, in terms of the size of parliament, I think maybe if we talk about the number of members, actually, I think we are bigger than them. And they are, they are a, unilat, a unicameral parliament. They don't have like two houses. Hence, we have the standing and the select committee on appropriations. They don't have that. They have 300 members. I think what they do is they focus their resources where it matters most, like as we say. The, no matter how you think about it, the appropriations committee, given its scope, it's supposed to be a, a mega committee. I think that's the case even with the Congressional Budget Office, uh, not not the, the 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 Congress in the U.S. They are they are appropriations committees, a mega committee. There are so many so much resources given to the PPO. You know, I think that's the case also with Canada. That's the case with Germany. You know, and that issue, Chairperson, the issue of costing, <laughs> very interesting in Canada. Even the the manifesto of a, a the, well, they focus on the ruling party. They even cost that, you know, and then send a report and say, okay, this program, this programs are viable, and so on and so forth. Well, that's not the case with South Korea, but the fact that they do their own costing because that's where the independence comes in. You know, the independence. You don't just say you're independent. You are independent in a sense that you can come up with your own variables, with your own assumptions. You can cost legislations independent from the executive. And the executive can table a proposal you can independent and say, okay, we've reviewed your proposal, but looking at your proposal against what we came up with independently, you know. So I guess there's a lot of learning, you know, that uh, could happen. So I'll say, yeah, in short, both countries will be very interesting. And yeah, I'm very excited for members if this is approved. Thanks, Chairperson.
Thank, thank you so much, uh, Noliolo and Musa. Darren, do, do you want to come in, for instance, one uh, to uh, to to say which uh, period is being uh, uh, proposed as Pemenko's uh, 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 discussion, one, and two, just share with the honorable members what is the process doing that. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Um, as alluded to by Musa, I think the ideal time for us would be um, in October uh, before the, the NTBPS is, is stabled because we are not involved with the PRRR processes. So there is time for us um, to go during that period. And also that will give us sufficient time to prepare accordingly because a study tour is not as straightforward as going on an oversight visit because you have, there are too many variables and you need to deal with uh, consulates and all of that. So uh, it's not very easy. Um, yes, Chair. So we will have to to um, draw up a program, in, uh, um, draw up a program and then submit the application to the House Chairperson. In this instance, it will go, st- it will go to the Speaker as well because of the amount of money involved. Um, yes, Chair, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think all members, not unless there is a follow-up uh, input or question, I think we, we agree on these matching orders. Am I correct? Is there any other view? No. Agree? Agreed. Thank thank you so much. Uh, Darren, do you have any announcements that you'd like to make? No announcements from my side, Chairperson. This is uh, the last meeting for the term. Um, And all of the best to the members uh, during the debate next week. Thank you. When is the debate? Uh, Next week, Tuesday, Chairperson. Okay. I'm not too sure about the time. Mm-hmm. Honorable, Honorable Marain, are you there? Yes, sir. <laughs> Marain? Uh, yes, thank you, sir. No, just, no, no, no. I just yeah. But, uh-huh, uh-huh, please come in. Can I talk? Yes, please. Yes, Chairperson, and only for notice and minute purposes. The House rises next week, and then we have constituency weeks following. And um, if there's an urgent meeting may be called for our committee, I just want to say in advance that the Democratic Alliance granted me personal leave from the 22nd of June until the 20th of July, and that I will not be in South Africa at that point in time that uh, the secretary and you as chairperson just take note of that. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank you. Thank, going thank to you Ukraine. Thank you so much. Thank, <laughs> thank, thank no, you so much. I, <laughs> I'll take it rather personally where I'm going. <laughs> no, that, that way. Thank you, sir. Yeah. No, no, no. We, we, we'll note that uh, Honorable uh, Marie, uh, but I just wanted to, to remind all members about the, the protocol of the committee. 
that in the debate, uh, people are not allowed to contradict uh, the chairperson. Just wanted to to remind Honorable uh, Mare about about that. Uh, agreed, Honorable Mare. I'm suddenly my one ear is totally deaf. I can't hear what you say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, our okay, members. Perhaps uh, before we 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 adjourn our meeting, uh, let let me take this opportunity and just thank the 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 other members of 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 the committee uh, for being uh, there and dealing with this a uh, very complicated um, matter, the appropriation bill and the second adjustment appropriation, but mainly the appropriation bill uh, uh, 2022. Uh, and we came in, interacted with the, with the stakeholders who appeared before us. You raised very uh, uh, important issues which must be considered. And it, it is a fact that uh, uh, there's always room for, for improvement. And a question of, of, of balancing what we can do and, and what is needed out there by, uh, by our people. Um, as Musa was saying that uh, to, to trigger the process of amending uh, the budget, uh, very easily we may end up missing our timeframes to approve the budget and what are the implications uh, for that as far as service delivery is concerned. So there's a delicate balance that we, we must strike. But I'm just saying to the honorable mem members and uh, the members of the opposition, uh, uh, again, thank you very much for constructive engagement uh, in, this, uh, in, in this process. At the end of the day, we do want to better service delivery. We do want to make the lives of our people much better. Uh, again, we wouldn't have been able to do that without uh, uh, our support staff. Uh, Thank you very much, uh, our, our, our support staff. Um, we have always been here and been providing very valuable uh, <clears throat> support to us and making us even uh, much sharper with their researches and everything that they, they, they will do. Um, <clears throat> uh, the, the organizations of these meetings, the minutes that we get, We've we've never complained about anything. Thank you very much, uh, 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 colleagues. And um, would also like to to thank the, the departments which have appeared uh, uh, before us. Uh, first one, the National Treasury, and uh, DM Masondo was uh, uh, with the National Treasury. But also to 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 thank uh, Dr. Mampomodisa, who's uh, um, <coughs> always. Uh, a constant when it comes to national treasury inter interacting with us and uh, again uh, giving us very valuable information thank you very much from uh, uh, team national team national treasury and then uh, all the departments which appeared before us uh, the ministers and deputy ministers uh, with the department of, of social development minister Sulu was with us with the Department of Water and Sanitation, Minister Senzo Mtuno and Deputy Minister Mashaobo were with us. We, we thank them. We then at the uh, Public Works and Infrastructure, uh, Minister Patricia Tilile was, was, was with us. 
with the police. Deputy Minister Kassel Matale was with us, with Department of Employment and Labor. Deputy Minister Mudoi was with us. We also thank them because they took time and, and interacted with, uh, uh, with us. <coughs> um, but I think most importantly, we do need to thank the, the members of the public uh, who, who take time and engage with this process. And the process can even still be improved, but we, we do th uh, uh, thank them uh, for taking time and appearing uh, uh, before, be, before us. Uh, Kosatu, again, another constant in our, in, in our meetings, Equal Education, they've been with us, South African Institute for Chartered Accountant, they've been with us, and I think most importantly, uh, Minister Kadikop, we spoke about, about him, he told us about the, uh, the challenges that uh, he, he has or he had uh, in trying to uh, make his inputs, but we're happy that his inputs uh, did uh, reach, uh, reach us. So the members of the public, with all the <clears throat> challenges that are there, we, we definitely thank you for, uh, for making time. And the members of, 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 of the media, who, <coughs> who, who also come and uh, listen to what we, we, we are doing. There's no doubt that uh, um, just based on the presentation that has been made by both Musa uh, <coughs> uh, uh, and Nolion, that there's still so much that we can do to try and improve uh, our king and uh, our, our output. I just thought, uh, and everybody, I don't think, I think everybody would have made it possible for us. And I think we also need to, to thank the, the, the communications team of parliament uh, who, who has always made it possible that we are able to, to interact virtually as well doing and carry out our legislative ma mandate as members of, of this committee and as members of parliament. Thank you very much. Uh, we really, uh, we really ap ap appreciate that. Honorable members, again, good luck with your debate on, 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 on Tuesday. Um, and uh, <clears throat> COVID is still a reality. It's, it's, it's there. Please take, take care. Uh, I hope to see you in the, in the next term uh, in the committee. We'll, we'll, we'll update you, honorable members, as to uh, the, <clears throat> our in interaction uh, with the uh, parliament and speaker as far as the proposed trip is concerned. Uh, thank you so much. This brings us to the end of the meeting. Thank you very much, honorable members. The meeting is adjourned. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Chairperson. Thanks, Chair. You, you were so uh, <clears throat> audible today. So you're so spotless, so you must mark it. Uh, no, thanks, Chairperson. Thanks. Fine with. Darren? 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 Person. Uh, did you see that? Uh, uh, I saw that there was an apology for Rabul Tihale, but she was in the meeting. Please. Yes, uh, yes, yes. I saw, I saw, yes. I received that apology last week, Friday already. Okay. So, 
she's she's in the meeting. She was in the meeting. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hi. Thanks, Chairperson. Say so, Shangana. We man go. Oh, as Ibogi, I'm fed so Shangana Masinyanj. Thanks, Musa and Oluyolo. Nice, Esther, then Oluyolo. Thank you, Darren. She looks brand new. New from the box. Bye, colleagues. Bye, colleagues.